Our society has gone from father knows best to father knows nada, and to who needs a father. Let the scrapping and fighting begin. My choices, my parenting skills, my decisions. Are my skills and decisions better than my exes? Are moms better parents than dads? Do men think differently than women? Do we know less? Do we know more? Is it just a question of circumstance? Today, we're squaring off the trending topics, exploring are men really from Mars and women from Venus when it comes to parenting? Stay tuned. And we're live. I'm so excited to be here with you, sir. It's so great. It's good to see you. We took a week off. Yes, we did, which was perfect. It just is one of those things that had to happen. So we're back here. But most importantly, what I want to start with today is saying happy birthday to you, my dear friend and co-host. I hope it was a great birthday. It was a fun birthday. It was very nice. It was relatively low key, but I hear that there's something... And the work's happening soon. There is. So we will be celebrating with you still because it is your birthday month, not Yay. your birthday. Well, you know, it, it falls on a Monday. So there's only so much excitement that could happen on a Monday. Mondays are boring. You got a case of the Mondays. Yes. Like on Office Space. It, it was you your birthday this my year. Case yes. Mondays. I agree. No, we have a fabulous day set up for you. Kelly, our producer, has organized it. It's truly fantastic. And if you didn't get a chance to see it on our social media, check out the Vote for Joe <laughs> video because it is so timely and so wonderful. Kelly organized that, and it's fabulous. Yeah, it was really, really funny. Uh, kudos to our good friend Marcus Osman yes. because he put it together. He also helped write it, so these two geniuses put it together. And honestly, it made me laugh. I have literally have watched it no less than 20 times. Because I, I just think it's funny. Every yeah. time I would discover something new, you know. I can't imagine you watching a video of yourself 20 times. <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> no, I would never I guess I've it. seen a lot of videos of myself. Yeah. On a number of occasions. You're like, I just like to watch these when I work out. Exactly. (laughs) Well, that being said, it is election time, and that is why this video was so topical. We are in the midst as we tape the show of not knowing who the president will be. This is insane. By the time this airs, we will know who, well, theoretically, we'll know who the president is. This is really insane. More than any other presidency, normally I don't really pay all that much attention to. Yeah. I stayed up last night. You like did. literally, like it was like almost eleven thirty. I was like, I gotta get to bed. Yeah, and I was just sitting there, just like watching and just wondering what's gonna happen. I watched every single news station. Okay, I even put it on uh, a podcast that I like because they were doing something live, and then I'd come back to that. I'd come back to to hear even more fun. Like Joe on, Rogan was he doing he, something? Joe like? Rogan was doing. Yeah, of something. course, I know, I know. So I, I, know. I thought it was really interesting. So you listen like, to Dad's dishing and Joe Rogan. There's yeah, two. <laughs> There's a couple more, but yeah, that was it. So it was really good. Um, and uh, but now I I feel like I I didn't need to stay up. <laughs> well, I, I I felt like going into it, all of the news outlets were sort of preparing for us for. There are so many mail-in ballots that are to be counted that there's no real way we'll know who the winner is tonight, unless it was some landslide until win. like Friday or or maybe even next week. Exactly. Which so I, when I we think, when I this airs, sucks. I think election day should be election day. I think you just have to get all your stuff in, start yes. opening open up the polls earlier so you can get your stuff. in. And that way we know, and that way it's not like a cliffhanger. Because America is like literally sitting there, like they're watching a, a episode of Maury Povich. Like, are we? Who's the who's father? The fa- <laughs> who's I the saw father? That meme. I was like, who's the father I said, of the country? That's exactly how I feel. Yeah. 
It, you know what? It is true, but I will say, thank God we live in a democracy where we will have every vote tabulated as it should be. And if you voted, your vote should count. And right. that is the reality of the situation. Right. For me, at least, I believe that. Exactly. And we have to remember that this is not a normal year. COVID. COVID is around us, so we could not be in those mass numbers out at the polling stations because we can't keep that many people six feet apart, keep everything clean in the way we needed to. So that's why I think we've run into this situation, especially this Absolutely. year. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know what was interesting to see was uh, this Halloween. Yeah. I don't think I saw any trick-or-treaters, maybe a couple or handfuls. I mean, it was it was really sad. It was like so in, sad. in my neighborhood, I, I didn't see anything. So we typically get anywhere from 800 to 1,000 kids yep. in our neighborhood. It is prepared for. The neighborhood's prepared. We probably saw 50 tops, I'd wow. say, over the night. It was a different year for right. sure. And sad. It's sad for the kids, but I hope people, and I did see people, were creating new memories and new traditions sure. to try to make it feel good for the kids this mm-hmm. year, which is awesome. Yeah. I came trick trick-or-treating and i don't think i got a treat uh, you came to my house and you <laughs> triggered you're right i need to give you a treat scotty yeah you, you did have a great party that was a lot of fun thank you well you know what we had to keep it low-key like i um uh, the plan was always that my nephews would come over first and then as the adults came the nephews would move on just to keep them safe from covid should anybody come in with any symptoms but i think all of us were very aware of not um bringing in contamination if you're not feeling good you're not showing up to things like that and that's the good thing i think coming out of all this yes so i got a question about your your costume though yes because the young pharaoh i love the commune Tootin' Common? Yeah, it's not Tootin' Common. Okay. <laughs> it's Tootin' Common. Maybe it's Tootin' Common, you know, up in the North Country. But in, in Egypt, right. it is Tootin' Common. Tootin' Common. Can you imagine, like, Cleopatra running around? Tootin' Common, get back here. <laughs> I mean, it's not Tootin' Common. It is Tootin' Common. <laughs> it's Tootin' Common. Anyway, yes. I think it's hysterical that you and your fiancé yes. don't know what each other are going to be until, what, you both walk down the staircase in, in your outfit? It's very dramatic. We don't know what we were going to be. He refuses to do a couple's outfit. Okay. Which I would be all around, okay? All about that. Yeah. Like you and your girlfriend, producer Kelly. Hey, that's a good look. I right. like that. So he would not do that. So I refused to tell him and he refused to tell me and we ended up seeing it and liking each other's costumes. Oh my gosh, that's insane. Yeah, yeah, that was really is. cute though. You guys look great. Thank and a great you. party. It was a lot of fun. And uh, unfortunately, no trick-or-treaters. I mean, I did see a guy in my neighborhood, but I think that was a homeless man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that was just you in the mirror asking for candy. Is that what it was? <laughs> like, hey, man. Hey, man. You know, poor American <laughs> fellows down on his luck. You got, you got any candy? Kid? Exactly. Yeah. So something like that. Well, you know what? Do you know who I would totally want to be if I could be somebody for Halloween and people would know who it is? Kim Kardashian? No. 007. Oh, yes. And this year it would have been perfect oh. to go with the man, Sean sure. Connery. That is so right. sad. Yes. <laughs> it is right, Scotty. You actually, that's the one voice you do good. All the oh. other ones aren't that great, but Sean Connery, you do pretty good, actually. I do a lot of good voices. You just, yeah. Sometimes I'm just not feeling yeah, it. Yeah, sure. But yeah, anyway. <laughs> yeah, really, really sad. By far, he was my favorite James Bond because oh, he was the best. very elegant. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, had that, uh, that uh, air of... Um, 
mysticism too. Like he was just yes. mysterious. I should say not mysticism, but mysterious. And as men, I think what he did was he put style on the map for men. Right. And it was no longer, oh, you're a pansy if you like to dress sure. and wear a good watch and have a good martini and right. you know wear the right thing for the right occasion. Sure. The white dinner jacket if you're in the Bahamas, the black one if you're you know up in a colder climate. It, it, it made style and men feel like they could be stylish. Do you know how Ian Fleming came up with the name James Bond? How did he? This is interesting. He uh, he's, he uh, saw a book on bird watching written by someone named James Bond. And he thought, what a great idea because That's that, so cool. that name is just so lame or so like unav uh, yes. not exciting. It wouldn't stand it out in stand a crowd. Yeah. So your secret agents are always usually people that will blend right in they're not too handsome, not yes. too good looking. They're not too they big. They could disappear exactly. in a crowd. Exactly. They could yes. disappear in a crowd with a very bland name. But when he's sitting there in uh, in uh, the first one, Dr. No, at the at the gam and he's gambling at the yes. table, and then he goes, Bond. You James, know, James Bond. Bond. I wonder who oh, I wrote that. that. Oh, did, did Ian Fleming write that in, or did he automatically say that, and that developed the character in that way? Because that simple thing of putting the name first, sure. and the last name first, and then saying it in that and way. And then the music just comes in. And it just, oh iconic. my God, it gives me goosebumps. It, does, it, it gives it. me like, goosebumps, oh, that's so too. Cool. You know, it's, an, it's kind of a name like Toot in Common. <laughs> Toot in Common. <laughs> Toot in Common. All right, so other, other things in the news this week, and I think this is so um, interesting, and I want to talk to you about this. I want your thought process before we go on to the rest of the show. Lori Loughlin has reported to prison. She is a mom from Full House whose daughter, she basically paid off the school to get her daughters into school. And like, did you see all of this? They 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 took fake pictures of the kids oh, yeah. doing like sporting like events. Rowing. Yeah, they're rowing. rowing. They're rowing. doing yes. different events. Yeah, they're absolutely. like, look, here we Our are crew. swimming with the dolphins. Right, We're exactly. swimmers. <laughs> yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Because I, I do you want my – let me hear your I, I want to hear yours. Okay. I'm ready to give it. Just <laughs> give it, you, I kind of think this is nothing new. Throughout history, wealthy people have been paying to get their kids into schools. That's why you, it, the joke always was like, oh, if only we had the money to put on a library, Scotty would have gone to Harvard. Sure. But <laughs> Scotty wasn't getting there on his right. own merits. This is nothing new. So I wonder why there's this decision to now punish these people when it's I'll something that's why. been happening forever i'll tell you yeah. why because we are in something called the cancel culture yeah because now it's the it's the voice of the public opinion to say that that's not fair yeah the rich people shouldn't have that sort of um you know access but the reality is that they have the access to best health care uh best of everything you yeah. know the best food the best experiences the best way of traveling it comes with the territory, it comes with money, and they can go ahead and basically buy as much of a good life for themselves and their families. And I kind of like, you know what? They got their money somehow. Yeah. Somebody made for good wise Aunt decisions. Becky. Exactly, right? <laughs> she had to sit there and learn those lines and try not to F John Stamos. I exactly. think that's a big Which deal. I think <laughs> that is truly the most difficult thing anyone, anyone would, have would have to do. To, yeah. I would consider uh, doing uh, that. I, I would more than consider it, okay? <laughs> yeah, I'd put in a library in his as house a to do man, it. Though, I would basically, you would say, you know, yes. like, hey. But, you know, at, at the same time, I get it, and I'm with you. Like, yeah. it's been going on since the beginning of time. I really don't care. Yeah. I'm like, okay, they got caught. 
sure, there's some lesson here, but yeah, you know, let it go. At the end of the day, here's the thing: she's going to two months in prison. What is that really doing? Nothing. They should have charged. They should have made them pay for kids to go to school who yeah, couldn't go to school. It. Do something like that. The punishment, I don't think it meets the crime. It's cancel culture. It's people being haters. People that are jealous. People that are just. Uh, that's how I look at it. Granted, they broke the law. Maybe I'm just out on my own on this, but the reality is like, hey, look, you don't know, be a hater, be an imitator. Yeah. Yeah. You can't beat them, join them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's what I was like. Oh my Go God. out and find your own money. Yeah, it's true. So I think what will be interesting today about the show is that we are actually posing the questions like this question that we just had, and we're going to have a debate of sorts. You know, November has been all about politics, so why not have a debate on Because Dad's people want dishing. more of that, don't people, they? People <laughs> didn't want any of it in the first exactly. place, and now we're going to give you more Exactly. Of it. When I saw that, uh, <laughs> that's what we are doing, I was like... I think people are just sick of this. Yes. We're going to have fun. We're going to have fun. And honestly, it's more, it's not a debate. It is about looking at different people's perspectives, a man versus a woman, how you raise your children. And it is always different. I think each couple is different, whether mm -hmm. it be two men, two women, a man or a woman, you are always going to have a difference of opinions. Hopefully you're somewhat in the same um, realm of things or else parenting is going to be difficult and may end in divorce. Sure. But when we're talking about men and women, but at the same time, you know, before we get into yeah. the, the, the debate, sure, yeah. how does it work in the gay world? Like, are there two sets of opinions based on perhaps the roles that exist within that dynamic? I think it's my way's the highway, my way or the highway. You know, I mean, if well, that's I you, say that's the you, nanny has to put the kids to bed. <laughs> that's you specifically. But who, who would be the disciplinarian out of you and Joe? I think that's a hard question. I honestly don't know. I would say that I would probably be the more difficult parent. I think you would maybe be more loving and warm and pick yes. up and cuddly and loving. Maybe. But then also, <laughs> but I think the more like, okay, no, now it's time to bed and you'd be the one yes. sending them off. I'm for like, this is for Alain Helga. She's saying go to bed now. <laughs> because honestly, I think too, I strive for such perfection in life. And if something's out of place, it would drive me crazy. I think that personally, the, the, at the same standards I hold myself to, I would hold children to. And that you can't do because they're growing up. Do, do you feel that? Did you, did you do that? Yes, many times, but also no, because at the end, they're, they're your kids. Yeah. And they're so cuddly and beautiful and that you just let stuff go by. At you least too? I did a lot of times. You know, I was, I was a lot more I guess open, but yeah. we'll get to that. I guess in I my parenting, I think I'm the same way with the dog. So like, I'll let them do whatever they want because I love them and they can. So I probably would be that. Parent. I don't know. Kennedy was eating nuts the other night. I know, which was not good. <laughs> yes, and she kept sneaking into the living room. Like, <laughs> she she was. was. By the way, not, Scotty had a, a plate of yeah. nuts. <laughs> Um, I think that's important to, that to point out. out. Yeah, yes. we should have. Yes. <laughs> like, what is this man up to with his poor animals? Yes. <laughs> the dogs are basically allowed everywhere but the formal living room yeah. and that side of the house. So when they sneak in, it's like, what are you doing in here? The house is big enough. They have places to oh, yeah. roam. Yeah. So when they're sneaking they're not, like, in, stuck I'm like, in the basement hmm, or anything. Yeah. you should not be here. <laughs> yeah. It was really cute. It was awesome partying again. So. Oh, thank you. So much fun. Well, today we are talking about parents and how they now have to decide what type of parenting style they will adopt and that's a conversation from the get-go did you have that get conversation initially with you and with dolly no. like this is how we're going to parent our children no I, even the whole experience of having the kid to begin with jacob yeah so i had just gotten out of the air force we had been married for five years um i'm 25 years old 
Wow. Yeah. yeah. I'm 25 years old. So not I young. got married. You know, I yeah. got married like at 20. Um, yeah. Well, that's young. So yeah. By today's standards. Exactly. Definitely. So yeah. five years into it, I got out. Um, and then she started having like, like a pain or something. She's like, I don't feel well. She's throwing up all this stuff. And I'm like, Did you I'm like, uh, yeah, I thought that, but I was like, I hope it's appendicitis. <laughs> like, I was like, check, check here. Does it hurt? Like, right. And she's like, yeah. And I was like, oh, maybe it's that. Yeah. Let's go get that ironed out. <laughs> Please, God, let it be appendicitis. Yeah. She walks out. I'm of only the, 25. She walks out of the doctor's office with a picture. You know, those black and white pictures. Oh, and they show you the little thing. I was like, oh, no. You're like, that had better be a receipt. <laughs> exactly. It's like, what is this? Well, is, that is interesting. So there was no discussion of, okay, no, there's these no are discussion. the parents who were going to be. This was no, more like. No, but she was already in love. It was like, I saw her excitement. And to me, it was just confusing. Yeah. I, I, that's, I guess, the overall feeling I had. It was confusion and, oh, shit, I, I'm a dad? Like, that's, like, I wasn't really ready for that at 25. Yes. But, but I don't think you're ever truly ready to be a parent and what that means. Right. I don't think anyone is ever truly ready. You can say you want it, yeah. but then it becomes reality. Right. Well, being older now, I feel like I would have a better handle on things. You know, I wouldn't For freak sure. out over certain things. But I will say this, that I will never forget the day when I literally saw Jacob being birthed into the world. Yeah. I cut the umbil umbilical cord. They're like, nope, not that one. Yeah, exactly. The umbilical cord. <laughs> It's like, oh, I thought it was just like, yeah, that's, that's Jad's boy over there. So, but I remember just leaving uh, the delivery room, finding the nearest bathroom, and I just broke down and started to cry. And I don't know why I did that. I, I, looking back, I would imagine that I just felt like it was just the weight of the world that you feel yeah, on your shoulder. Naturally. Because this baby now belongs. It was just really weird. I was just, but I was also happy because I had just experienced yeah. Something really beautiful at the same time, you know, a beautiful, beautiful baby that was born. It was my son, Jake. Um, and same with Sophie. That when they both came out, I was like, oh, my God, it's just very emotional. And it was finally a, just a good time to have that release. And but I felt like all of this pressure just immediately just on my shoulders. It was just I was like, oh, my God, I got to get my stuff, my, my act together. You yes. Know? Yeah. And I was pretty organized and decent. But, I believe that because but, you are a very methodical person. So I would imagine there were diapers where diapers needed to be. Yeah, we had some help uh, from our parents as well. My mom and, uh, and and her parents were very helpful. So overall, it was, you know, it was a very nice experience to bring the baby home and the new car seat and all of that. And you know, that was really great. But, um, but yeah, Dolly did have a tough delivery because Jacob was a big baby. Yeah. Oh, and, my gosh. The poor thing. Yeah. That is actually awful, especially for the first one. And that's when I learned what the word episiotomy is. Yes. And it's a, the guy comes in there looking <gasps> like Manuel Noriega. He's got like a big hatchet and like. <laughs> like and I'm like, what are you doing? You know, and he just starts, you know, to <sighs> cut to make it bigger, yes. so that the baby can come out. That is crazy to me. Yeah, and you're not. You're I'm not like sitting there, I'm watching this. I'm like, oh no! And there's That's just gonna be like everywhere. throwing a hot dog down a hallway now. Yeah. <laughs> 
that's what you that's what you think. But the scene, I, I'll never forget. It was just blood everywhere. Okay, and this is stuff where going are we on. going with this? This is awful. But it is reality. It is reality. It is reality. And I yes. did see it, and I, it's here in my mind forever. I was just like, oh my god. Yeah, you don't forget that. That I have to believe and now that. It's in all the listeners too. Yeah, exactly. I will never forget it. Now. Yeah. I well, will never look at Dolly the same. Oh no, she's okay though. And they stitched her up great. I did ask for a couple of other stitches, so it was just nice and normal again. <laughs> I can't even. All right. Well, today. She's going to kill me, by the way. I'm expecting a phone call. This may be the last time you see me. Yes, Dolly may murder you. I may be murdered. You know what? It is a beautiful, beautiful thing. The miracle of life and pregnancy and birth and motherhood. (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, today we are talking about all things from parenting styles to that conversation of when you become a parent, how we're going to raise our children to all those things. To every they're coming up now what food are you going to let your kids eat are they eating fast food are you against that that sort of thing are you posting pictures on social media so many questions oh, yeah. to vaccines i mean there are so many things and don't even get me started on parents who walk their kids around on dog leashes okay that unacceptable yep. my friends yep. <laughs> i know so that's what we're talking about today. So we have a great guest who's going to be joining us here. And we are starting the Dad's Dishing Debate. Wait, did you say debate? Debate. Uh, hold on. Get your jacket on. You've got to get, he came prepared today. He's going to look the part. He, he, you lost this. You, you, you learned this in debate class, didn't you? Oh, yes, I did, sir. <laughs> Dress up hard. Oh, my gosh. Well, why don't we go to a quick break with some messages from our advertisers? And while we ret- when we return, we will start the Dad's Dishing Mother-Father Debate 2020. <laughs> Cafe Kubal is not only the way to perk up your morning, but it's a quick pick-me-up every afternoon. The Dad Station team fights off our midday cravings with prepackaged Almond Joy Power Truffles from Cafe Kubal. You might say that we're obsessed with them. A ball of fudgy, chocolatey, chewy, rich decadence with less than two grams of sugar. Plus, they're made with protein powder. Mix that with a cup of their delicious locally roasted coffee and it energizes us to tackle the rest of our day. With seven local locations, and a coffee truck on the go, Cafe Kubal is more than coffee. It's what sets the time from a hectic day to relax, reflect, and recharge. What's on tap for your weekend? Heritage Hill Brew House. It's the Dad's Dishing Crew's favorite weekend hangout. They have an actual brewmaster concocting all sorts of delicious flavors that you're not going to find someplace else. And when it comes to entertaining the kids, owner Dan Palladino has spent the past seven years expanding the business into a brand, quadrupling the site size over 2,600 acres, opening up a farm store, a farm-to-table cafe, building a live music stage, and a homemade playground, maintaining its own pumpkin patch, and now, finally, creating its own brewery. It's true, Dan and his team aren't just known for delish beers, they have also constructed a venue, able to host all your family parties, your business functions, and special events, safely and price right. So make your memories right at Heritage Hill. 
And welcome to the 2020 Dad's Dishing Debate, Father versus Mother, Single Parents. They are talking today on this edition of Dad's Dishing the Debate. Okay, we meet our debate finalist, Joe Sanchez. He's the co-host of the show, father of one son, son 22, and daughter age 20. Come on down, Joe Sanchez. <laughs> And, oh yes, no, not yet, sir. Please don't speak yet. <laughs> and joining us as a single mother of a young, fabulous girl, Ava, age seven. She joins us as a single mother, nursing student, and woman who knows what she wants out of life. Come on down, Jacqueline Silverman. Thank you for joining us. Okay, we are here with the questions, and let's get COVID. I mean, candid. Okay, we are talking 2020, all things, the issues that you face at home as parents, the questions that we all have to talk about. Thank you for joining us. This is so awesome. Yes. Just okay. so you know, you want to keep this really close to your mouth, like about like an inch or two away. And he's already telling you what to do. Typical man. I'm being helpful. <laughs> You're being helpful. I'm being gentlemanly. Yes, yes. And we want a good sounding podcast. We want a great sounding podcast. <laughs> okay. So when we talk about parenting, there's obviously different parenting styles. We talked to Joe before in the open about whether or not they sat down with his ex-wife and had a conversation about what parenting style they're going to have. Did you have that conversation when you first found out you were pregnant? Um, we did. Both said that we wanted to um, have rules. Okay. She would be well mannered, and we would discipline. Yes. Discipline was big because we knew how we were raised. Yes, discipline was huge. Yes. Okay. Now, if we just so we can lay the groundwork of where things are at, Ava's father is actually living down in Manhattan still, correct? Or yeah. Brooklyn? Or yeah, he's yes. in Queens. He's from the Bronx. Okay, very yeah. nice. So that brings a diff difficult element because you're not close by. You can't count on that parent to do school runs, that sort of thing. Yeah. So definitely a different dynamic. You are now, Joe, at the other end of things where your kids are now in college. One is out of college. Jake's out of college and your daughter's in college. So you're at the other side of things. I'm a senior. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. You are a senior. Was, oh. <laughs> okay. So I'm still, believe me, the parenting is still happening with adult children. It doesn't go away as I thought it would. I thought it would be like when I was, you know, 18, 19, I was in the service. Yes. So I was, I quickly grew up and I called my parents like once a month, if that, yes. you know, hey, mom, I'm alive. I'm in, you know, wherever it is that I was flying to, stationed at, whatever, and uh, living my life, you yeah. know, so, but Mine are heavily involved, and also this makes it great. The technology to stay in touch with them is unbelievable. So I, that I love. A quick text, a little funny meme, whatever. You know, we, yes. we stay in communication that way. Did you let your kids, because your kids were probably the first generation that came of age in a time when their fellow classmates started to have cell phones. Yes. Did you let your young kids have cell phones? Yes, yes. That was something that... Uh, was a bit of a debate between Dolly and I. I would I, imagine. Yeah, yeah, because I was like, no, I'm going to need a, just another bill. And I looked at it from that perspective. But then she was like, well, her friends and, and his friends have one. So why don't you just go ahead and go? And I was like, the, okay. The peer pressure. Jacqueline, did you, have you allowed your daughter to have a cell phone at this point? She is age seven, so that would be young. And she's sitting over there. If she doesn't oh, have one, she wants one. <laughs> um, no, she doesn't have a cell phone. She has an iPad. Okay. Okay. Um, 20 minutes she, she can time herself for 20 minutes she awesome. doesn't really get it during the week okay. she has enough screen time with school with this whole remote and everything yes like 
no, you need to just go read and all of that. But um, she FaceTimes with her dad once a week on there. Very nice. And then for the most part, it just stays plugged in into the office. And then we'll talk about when she can get a phone when she's older. Her dad and I are on the same page with that. No phone anytime soon. Okay. I'm glad to see that's still the case for the young kids because as much as it's great to be able to communicate with people and your kids know that they have a phone that they can call from school, it's also a place where you can get yourself into a lot of trouble. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why it's so important. Now, computers in the bedroom, iPads in the bedroom, do you allow it, Jacqueline? No. No. Joe, did you allow it? Of course. At what age were they allowed to have their computers in the bedroom? Pretty much since I got them laptops. Really? Yeah. I mean, they were like, uh, Sophie, I think, was like seven or eight years old. Yeah. And, you know, uh, yeah, absolutely. Did Dolly have a difference of opinion on that? No. No, really? No, no. Dolly, I think, was in a different spot then um, because she had another, she had Silas, her youngest. Yes. So, therefore, you know... The kids being well-mannered and entertained with, you know, uh, some technology wasn't a bad thing because literally the baby took a lot of her time and effort and patience. Okay. So she was in a different spot. Here's a distraction. Go use it. Honestly, you know what? (laughs) That's very true. Yes. You know, and, and, uh, but not just for her, but for me too. I remember with Jake, you know, I'd be like, hey kid, what do you want to do? He's an infant, you know, and I put Teletubbies on and he was immediately transfixed and I had half an hour to get a proposal done for my work or do something. Or work out. Yeah. Or, <laughs> no, well, yeah. But I mean, I, I wasn't really working out at home. But yeah, it it bought me some time. So yes. I was very appreciative of that. And yeah, so I didn't see it as a, like, how bad it can be. There wasn't any bullying or anything. And, and looking back now, I see that my kids are pretty well adjusted, but not because of one of the decisions I think that I allowed. <laughs> Well, I'm sure that they definitely are good kids because of who you are and who you do, who you were as a parent, and of course who Dolly was as a parent. Most importantly, <laughs> I am joking. Now, Jacqueline, this is a conversation really more so for you and the age group of your daughter. With COVID, a lot of kids are doing school from home. So, is that something that you've ran into, or is she actually in-person classes at this point? She's fully remote right now. So is that difficult? And did that change your views on how we're doing computer and iPad and all of that? Because essentially that's how they are learning at this point. It's tough. It takes um, that classroom structure out of it. Yeah. She's officially met her teacher. Okay. And that distraction, I mean, that whole like squirrel mentality. Yes. Where like, you know, it's easier for them to get distracted if they're Absolutely. playing in front of the screen. I, I can hear the teacher sometimes be like, okay, focus. Everybody sit down in yeah. your seat. Yeah. <laughs> so props to the teachers for doing what they're doing right now. Absolutely. Um, but she knows her job is her work because I have my work cut out for me. So yes. sometimes we're, we're on our sessions at the same time in the office together. We have different desks. Huge. So she knows when I'm there. Okay. You better listen. You better listen. You better do your work. Yes. But if I have to leave the room because I'm working on an assignment, then I'll find out from her teacher if she was really paying attention or not. Oh, my gosh. That's sort of a scary thing. Yeah. Big Brother is literally watching you. Oh, yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, like we're, we're a good scary. team. The teacher and I, like, we communicate almost daily via email. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's amazing. And these poor teachers having to do, keep up on that level of communication with all the parents. Because it's not just one parent, it's right. 25 parents. Yeah. As single parents, and I will start with you, Joe, when it came to uh, school teacher-parent conferences, did you go together as a couple? Were, was it something that only one of you went to? How did that work out for you? Some years I think I missed, and I think that some years maybe Dolly may have missed, and we kind of like covered each other. Like she would say, hey, look, there's a I can't make it because I'm working late or yes. something to that effect or vice versa. But usually we would both try to get there. And when we would, you know, I I <laughs> I would just go ahead and pay attention to what the teachers were saying and, and try to make sure that, you know, the kids would comply for every, with everything. But, yes. Yeah, it was relatively What was simple. interesting is Joe only went on the years that the teacher was a woman. <laughs> I this, am this joking. Very true. Very <laughs> true. Is very true. <laughs> Mr. So-and-so? No, nah, I won't yes. be able to make it. Jacqueline, what was the agreement for you guys with Ava's father being down in the in Queens? He obviously can't be here. Was there an agreement that you would give him updates on how that all plays out with parent-teacher conferences, with school? Because she's still in the early stages of school. I think he just trusts. He that, trusts you. Uh, yeah. I, I, he also knows not to argue with me. Okay. So there's that. Yes, yeah. He knows I've got it taken care of. Okay. He, he trusts me. He does. Now, there is a belief that, um, I, and actually I have the study, the the 84% of moms set household rules about children's free time, while only 73% of dads reported doing so. Joe, did you set rules in your house or did was it Dolly setting the rules? I think uh, we both did. I think okay. we both did, but she was, she was more of the disciplinarian than I was. I was the fun guy. I'd get home and I'd play with the kids and grab them and, yes. you know, goof around and, you know, play with their dolls and stuff like that. So, you know, that, that was pretty much it. Dolly, though, was pretty good at saying, okay, today we're going to do this and this and this. We're going to the pumpkin farm. And I'm like, yes. okay, you know, I, I try not to think too much about it and just kind of like went along with the flow. Okay. And which, you know, I was okay with, you know. Very interesting. I like that. So now with COVID, the other thing that comes up as if you, when you are bringing your children to see the other parent and perhaps down in Queens, he hasn't even left the city because it's been blowing up with COVID. If you were to have him come to town to visit, would you make him take a COVID test? I probably would. He's been out of work since March. Okay. So he's so been home quarantining. Yeah, things are opening back up. I know he's been out a little more. He's back at the gym. Okay. Um, so just to be safe, yes, because I work in the hospital. Yeah. So it's we kind of have a well-oiled machine right now, yes. and I'm not going to have anyone ruin that. You know, because I'm around my mom. Yeah. My sister just had a baby. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to jeopardize Don't risk that. Bringing that Smart. in for sure. Yeah. Now, Joe, I know that when you went away for a while, your wife, Dolly, and actually your kids, because they're of an age where you could ask them personally how they feel, they, they sort of requested a COVID test. <laughs> yeah, they did. On the other side of that, would you request the same thing? From? From Dolly, if she had traveled and came home to see the kids? Probably not. Probably not. Okay. Uh, it, it, well, wait, are we talking about little kids? I think because I think that things well, are let's different. Well, let's talk about it as a hypothetical. If you had young children, yeah, I would. Yeah, definitely. You would. Yeah, I'd feel like I'd, I'd need to because their immune systems are still developing. Yes. Plus, you know, um, the reason, and I feel like I would just be in that parental sort of like stance and saying, you know, I got to speak for them because they don't know better. They want to love you and hug you and everything, but let's just make sure and get that out of the way to be safe. And Dolly, knowing her, she would 
make sure that that would happen anyway. She's very responsible in that way. Yes. Um, but yeah, that's, that's how we would do it. Very interesting. I like that. And I think that's a great question because even within homes, especially right now with the political, you know, atmosphere, there are even battles within the home of should we wear masks? Should we not? Obviously, if the law is saying you have to, you have to. But then what level of that are you doing in your workplace? So it really does become a topic of conversation in every home across America. (laughs) (laughs) So that being said, we continue to move on with our debate. We're talking food now when you're when your daughter was um, mm. growing up as she is continuing to grow up is there a topic uh, is there a conversation of food and what food she's allowed to eat obviously it sounds like you set the tone for most of the rules just by the dynamic of you have basically 95 percent custody at this point correct yeah yes um well her father's a chef oh my gosh <laughs> so he must have some real insight into what to feed your daughter yeah and Honestly, Ava's always been pretty easy. And when I was meal prepping a lot, when yes. I was on my fitness game, whatever I ate, she ate because okay. I offered it to her. Yeah. So she's never been like, oh, no, I'll only eat chicken nuggets or mac and cheese. So, like, she'll have peppers and hummus. She'll have my... How wonderful to introduce at a young age. Yeah. Good job, Ava. It helps. Yes. I have to interject here. Yes. Ava turned six. At the birthday party, she went fine dining. Oh, and when it. they came around and said, Ava, what would you like to eat? She said, I'd like a side salad, a cheese plate, and escargot. Producer Kelly, this makes me so happy. I love this. And I think it Who is, is this person? <laughs> yes, exactly. She's amazing. And she's actually an amazing cook herself with videos out there yep. with, your, um, with her grandmother, Patty, who I love. She's been out there cooking with her for years. And it's a great thing, I think, to introduce your kids to food, healthy food, and mature food choices at a young age. That's awesome. But nobody cares about my opinion. Joe, what's your opinion? <laughs> You know, I always try to eat healthy. Yes. So when Dolly and I split up, I remember that that was something that I, you know, paid more attention to with the kids, trying to making them, you know, having more chicken and, you know, broccoli on my fitness game also, you know, just eating lower carb sort of stuff. Now, a lot of times that came with protests and then I would give in and be like, all right, here's some mac and cheese, you know, or here's some yes. chicken nuggets or whatever. Sometimes we did do that just to keep things easy, but for the most part, we try to eat relatively healthy and that's, you know, no, uh, no grains, no, um, you know, like just more of a, uh, paleo sort of diet, wow. which I would do. And, and then I would find a way to like make like, like if I did like chicken and I, and I would have it in a salad, you know, I would put it in a little wrap for them, the, like a, you know, corn tortilla or something like that. How fun. Okay. Yeah. So, so therefore they felt like they were eating a taco, but it's, you know, it's good. It's got like, you know, their protein and veggies in there, you know, and stuff like that. So I'm glad I didn't grow up in any of these boring households. But <laughs> <laughs> we I, see what I, you're up to with I, your yes, mom, actually. Exactly. So. We are cooking with my mom. But yes, I will say this. Um, no McDonald's, no soda, or is that allowed no. some of the time? On Definitely a family no trip? soda. Both of the kids don't want to drink soda. They they don't like it. So that's a blessing. Jacqueline, did you let Ava drink soda? Did you let she, her drink soda? She doesn't have soda. Every once in a while, Shirley Temple. She loves Oh, I love a Shirley Temple. She's giving me the side eye over there. Like, you better say yes to soda. (laughs) But she can still, like, twice a month, I'll get her a kid's meal. Like, I don't want her to miss out on... And some of the fun stuff. The real things of life. The important things. Yeah. Yeah. But for the most part, we 
try to keep it healthy. Okay, I like it. Speaking on health and wellness for the family, one of the big topics of discussion recently is vaccination. Should your kid be vaccinated? Now, this has become more, it probably is actually even after you had Ava, that wasn't even so much a topic of conversation. And when your kids were growing up, I don't think it was as much a topic of conversation. Not at all. Put ourselves in um, in today's day and time. What is the thought process on that? And I'll start with you, Jacqueline. I think um, because of nursing school, I'm always going to say pro-vaccine. You have to do it, especially with COVID going on. It's just get them them vaccinated. Isn't that sort of the awakening in life too? I think COVID has been that real like, okay, things do come up. Yes, maybe we've taken care of polio, but only because of the vaccination. (laughs) Joe, what would would be your thought process on it? (sighs) What's been going on and the reason why so many people are anti-vaxxers, et cetera, is basically the power of the polarization of the internet, where if you start following something, I think that the internet is designed, uh, these these companies, Google, Facebook, et cetera, they're designed to, if you're going to click something about, you know, anti-vax, it's going to show you something about like, you know, making your own food or or the other way around, making your own food will lead to like anti-vax sort of stuff. Yeah. So- for me personally, I'm all vaccines. Um, I do believe that there may be some questions with new vaccines that are coming out um, or even, but yeah, man, uh, MMR, right? Your mumps, measles, <laughs> rubella sort of things. You've got to have those. Yeah, you got to yes. have those sorts of things. And they've allowed us to prolong life. When I joined the Air Force, I literally was walking through a line of a bunch of uh, texts just <laughs> just injecting you with what Lord knows what, you know. Well, and they say in the military too that they do test different things. Is that correct? Am I am I wrong in that? Is that some crazy theory I dreamt up? And what do you mean? As <laughs> like, far as like they will shoot if there's like a new vaccine that they're oh, working yeah. with, they will test it. You on sign the your soldiers. life away. You got to take whatever it is that they're giving you at the time. So wow. yeah, absolutely. Crazy. And in combat scenarios, yeah, they're having you take different sorts of pills and things that help prevent the effects of um, different chemical weapons and stuff like that. Okay. Very interesting. So what I want to talk about teenagers and you're not there yet, but when you are there, what are your feelings on dating and what's dad's feelings on dating? Oh, I don't know. Oh, you don't know. It, Ava's listening, tuning so, in. She wants to know. <laughs> it, it definitely terrifies me. Okay. Um, I think. What part? <laughs> I just don't want her heart broken. Oh. I don't want her to make the wrong choices. I mean, I was a teen. Yes. I made dumb choices, you know, so. We all do. Yeah, <laughs> still do. Speak for yourself. But <laughs> I uh, I think her father knows that I've kind of got it handled and that they're probably going to be more afraid of me than him. Sure. Yes. <laughs> it's kind of always been that way. Well, he's all I the way in New York. He's all the way in New York. I mean. He's a little afraid of me sometimes too. So I think he's like, all right, Jackie's got this. Yes. But if I have to come up there, it's I'm only there. five I'm hours. There if away. I have to be. Yeah. Yes. And he's a pretty big guy too. So if he had to be intimidating, he could do it. He can take care of business. Yeah. And he's that got a set of stick knives. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he does. He brings them. Have knives, will travel. You can be a chef exactly. or a murderer. Anyway. <laughs> yep. Joe, your daughter is 20 years old or going to be 20 years old. She's in college. The dating conversation, I know you are kind of not open to dating. You don't yes. want to hear about it. No. I, you know, I just trust my kids a lot. Okay. And they're both good kids. And with that, I also fear... 
for my daughter or son's heart to be broken. My son has had a broken heart a couple of times, but that, you know, without sounding weird, that sort of suffering is needed for you to learn and experience and hopefully grow from that. If you go through life without suffering in any regard, you're, you end up like, and I hate to even make this analogy, but a lot of times really successful people have kids that are, you know, they're, everything's been handed to them and they've had very little issues in life. So they find new issues like drugs or, you know, serial relationships, or they end up cutting themselves or anything because they, they feel like relatively incomplete. So anyway, I went off the topic, but that's basically how I look at it. I'm glad you went where you went actually, because one of the big topics of discussion, especially with COVID and we were talking to her talking about right before the show is mental health. And for the first time, I think they're actually, people are talking about children and mental health, which is so important. I think that we used to say, Oh, if a kid's depressed or sad, they're just growing up, it's growing pains. But I want to know thought process, and this is a very personal question, so you can beat around the bush or answer it directly. Are you open to therapy for your child? Should they start to show symptoms of depression, anxiety, that sort of thing? Absolutely. Um, I'm an advocate for mental health. I yes. hate the stigma. It's yeah. been happening since God, the 70s, especially when it became almost like an epidemic here. I want to be a psychiatric nurse. Oh, wow. So okay, yes. I'm 100% on board, and I think... With Ava especially, I tell her all the time, tell me what you're feeling. Tell me what you're going through. I can tell that, you know, you're frustrated and you look upset, especially when COVID happened in, yeah, in, in March. And uh, I'm like, it's okay. You, you can say COVID sucks. Does it suck? Yeah. Are you going through it? And she's like, yes. And she'll have her breakdown moment. I'm like, thank you. That's awesome. Like growing up when I did, we didn't really have those heart to hearts. With our parents, we just yeah. kind of had to get on with it. You'll be Aww. fine. Go. Yeah, well, and, and it's it not. It's, it's nothing bad. Like it, it wasn't really like that. Like my mom wasn't like, we don't talk about it. I'm not trying to convey that yes. message. It was just kind of like, we were almost latchkey kids. Okay. So we weren't really home with our parents a lot because yeah, right, we went yeah. right back to work. And sure. like, we got it. Work. Here's the key to the house. It's seven or eight. Right. Can't do that now. Right. Yes. <laughs> so we just kind of became very mature, very fast. Okay. And then, so for me, I think I was just kind of like, oh, I got it. I can handle it. Which is so, a truth story for a lot of is. people it our is. age and older, yes. truthfully. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. So with Ava, it's like, I want to know everything that's going on. That's and if you, awesome. if you feel you need to go talk to someone that's a neutral source, yeah. I'll make a call right now. Perfect. Yeah. I think that's a very healthy way of viewing things. What about you, Joe? What did you, as your children were growing up, did you have these conversations? Did, were you open to therapy? Yeah. Were you open well, to those ideas Well, when we say therapy, I, I really try to stay away from any any sort of mood-altering sort of drug. Okay. I think that the majority of things, I think kids, you know, are a lot of times being diagnosed as ADHD and, you know, they're just hyperactive or bipolar. And I do think that these sorts of things do exist, but in, in my head, also, you have to give children the flexibility to be themselves. And sometimes they just come at us with a lot of energy and we try to sedate them and their energy can actually be something very good. You mm -hmm. know, go exercise that kid and have them, you know, work out really hard. Plus watch what you're feeding them too. Great book called Grain Brain by Grain Dr. Brain. Uh, Neil Perlmutter. He's a world famous uh, neurologist. With a name like Neil Putter. <laughs> what was pearl butter pearl butter <laughs> you would have to be pearl butter <laughs> pearl butter <laughs> yeah he is uh, actually a little controversial but not insane because he comes from the medical perspective that basically says get off gluten nobody should be eating gluten it's one of the first things that he tests 
And I wish I would have known this because I would have put my my kid on a totally paleo sort of like ketogenic, like avoid grain sort of things. Grains kill the brain. I know I'm crazy. It's a debate, but I believe it. Well, we have heard the opinions from moms and dads out there. You represent all the moms and all the dads. No, oh, no. <laughs> I won't put that kind of pressure. Before we close out to this portion of the show, do you have any final thoughts as a parent about conversations with your, your ex and how you raise your children? Any final thoughts for our guests? Not really. You just got to find a happy medium, you know, whether you're together or not. Yes. Um, George, he just kind of trusts me and, He'll also stress to her, you have to listen to your mom. You have to do your work because she has her work to do. Yes. You know, so he does, he does do his part in that sense. Empowering so. the parent that has the child. Yes. And, and even if it's a split custody thing, empowering the parent on both sides is yeah. so important. Joe, final thoughts? Mm. Yeah, I was thinking about that right as you were answering. I was thinking for me personally, uh, a lot of times I... At, especially as the kids got older and they were into school when it mattered, high school, junior high and stuff, um, where grades started to matter, I was really tough on them. Mm-hmm. And almost to the point where I was like just demanding straight A's or at least A's and B's. And if that didn't happen, I would get very upset. And um, I look at myself now and see how foolish I was because, you know, I was sort of like playing a part, you know, and, and the reality is, in my opinion, is you want to eliminate as many roles as possible and be your authentic self because what your child wants to do is communicate, be validated by you, and express themselves. And one of the things that I prevented was by, why didn't you get a freaking A on this test? Well, you just scared me. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, I would become that. And it, it really kind of like drove a wedge or a gap between my son. Yes. And for example, Sophie, not so much. I learned. Yeah, but with my son, I was a lot harder with him, and uh, and we talked we talk about that now, and you know he's forgiven me, and I've asked for his, you know, you know, yes. I thought I was doing the right thing, but at the end of the day, I was just pushing my kid away, and and he's still he's perfect, he doesn't need to change, he was always doing his best that he could, so I learned. Well, as Maya Angelou said, when you know better, you do better. Perry, I love that. <laughs> There we go. And that concludes the 2020 father-mother discussion debate here at Dad's Dishing. Thank you for joining us, Jacqueline Silverman. Really, it was so fun. We thank so you, Jacqueline. It was great thank seeing you. Thank you for having me. Yes, thank you. And we will be right back. Joe, thank you also. When you think of the things that are essential to a healthy lifestyle, you probably just focus on the recommendations from health experts, like getting more exercise, healthy food choices, and getting more sleep. But there's another way. It's a much easier way to live a healthier life. Smile. It may not seem like much, but smiling does a lot for your mental and physical health. And it's a great way to help everyone around you live healthier too. Our friends at Northeastern Dental Group offer four safe, convenient locations in and around the central New York area. Best of all, they recognize that your money matters and offer an introductory special at just $99. Just $99 will cover your visit from start to finish, keeping you and your kids smiling for years to come. Make oral health a top priority. The Northeast Dental Group and the entire team prioritize in providing you and your kids with a personalized and gentle experience. 
With COVID, people are really adapting to a casual wardrobe and entertaining at home lifestyle. They love popping into shop, appointment options, and the way they can shop with friends safely. That's so important. So many of us have experienced a lot of stress and a dose of retail therapy can be an effective outlet to relieve some of that anxiety. So follow us, Scotty D's Pop-Up and Show Off's Boutique on Facebook and Instagram for a fresh approach to all things chic. It's the Trendsetter's one-stop shop for the latest contemporary home decor, fashion, and accessories. If you have a law practice, then I suggest you pay attention to what I'm saying. Do you wonder why your law practice isn't more profitable? Why attorneys who aren't as good as you are getting better clients? If you're ready to grow your law practice without the sleaze, you're in the right place. I'm Joe Sanchez, the founder of Ascent Legal, and I help law firms with the growing of their sales and business side of their law practice. I've personally have opened up over 18,000 criminal cases in my 15 year career, and I've built multiple seven figure law practice from the ground up. You will not find anyone else in the country with my level of experience of closing legal leads right over the phone. If you want to close more legal leads and stop wasting your time, then you can get instant access to our exclusive guide, 10 mistakes lawyers make when selling on the phone. This will help you identify why potential clients are saying no to your legal practice with this free guide. You can also check it out at ascent.legal. That's ascent.legal to download your free copy of the 10 mistakes lawyers make when selling on the phone. And while you're at it, schedule a session with the nation's best legal sales trainer, me. Ascent Legal, better practice, better life. Well, that was really great. You did such a great job moderating well, that. Well, thank you so much. I actually think it's like one of those people who like gets to be boss for the day and the power goes to their head. It went straight to my head. I know. Well, <laughs> even right from the get-go, like I was like, is Scotty reading? Yeah. I was, I was, was drunk really, with power. Yeah, you were. You were like, you're like today on yes. Dad's Dishing 2020 Debate Time. I'm like, why is he coming up with all this stuff? It was very you fun. You were very, very good. You, you did that like you're, you you had been practicing. You know what? I always practice. <laughs> I was literally drunk with power, but I enjoyed it. And what I loved afterwards is um, in our brief little break here, you said to me, Scotty, I just wanted to be honest. And I think that was really what you were. And I think that's so important. And what you know when you watch Dad's Dishing is you're getting honest. We're not just putting out an answer for you to, to get the popular thought process there. Who we are off camera is who we are. You it's know true. What I mean, I mean that, that's, that's the idea of this podcast is to be as real as possible, you know, and show you us, you know, flaws and all, which I know you may have. One or two, but well, that's about know, it. I went like one. <laughs> I have like 50. Uh, yeah. but no, that, no, uh, like 49. 49. <laughs> not my age. No, not at all. Oh, oh, yes. Okay. Oh, uh, perfect. There we go. I didn't know we would get that. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> but no, seriously, it's, yeah, it's about being authentic, transparent. This is who we are. You know, the same people that we are here is the same people we are off camera. Absolutely. And, and, yeah, that's what we go for. And I think if there's one thing I take away from every episode of Dad's Dishing, because we've talked to a lot of single parents, 
If you are going to be successful as a single parent, there has to be an open line of communication between you and your ex or you and whoever the other parent is. Right. And that is so important. So that is the common thread and the common theme through success in parenting as single parents. Sure. I truly believe that. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I think the way that Jacqueline's doing it is... She just rules the roost. <laughs> exactly. But then also knowing that, that you works. have the confidence and yeah. support from your ex and he knows you're not going to screw up our child right. or she knows you're not going to screw, screw up right. our child because there are times when let's face it, you can't be in the same city. It happens. Parents are deployed and yep. you have to count on that parent that is here to take care of the child and you yep. have to give them the strength and confidence to do that with a hundred percent focus on yep. the child. Yeah. I really commend her because I that's not easy because I mean she's she's doing it on her own. It is, you know? yeah. So, it's yeah, not easy it, at all. So yeah. So um, but kudos to her, her beautiful daughter Ava. I'm a big fan of them. They help us out in so much stuff. You know, cooking we love segments them. and everything else. Yeah. So much fun. And, and you know what? I think it is so fun that both of you had such an importance of your child eating like an adult and eating healthy things. This is fascinating to me. And also I think so important for parents. I think part of my weight struggle in life has been that I was sort of allowed to eat cookies. My mother's love language was baking. And every day we came home and there were brownies on the table or cookies or banana bread. And and it yeah, is something hard. you have to start that conversation at a young age with your children. Do oh, producer Kelly, Dolly were you the too. same? Do Dolly too. Yes, love Do language. It is. I have to tell you though, Dolly was a big part of that. Like we would always eat be eating chicken and have veggies and that sort of stuff too. So she she was doing that too. She was doing that too. But yes. I I remember that I was like, oh, we can't eat that. And we can't. Yeah. So like, but my mom my, my mom raised me not having cookies and stuff like that. Like very seldomly did we have treats. So wow. anything in my house that I wanted, I had to prepare. There was like no like junk food. There, there were no even, Oreos. No, there was no nothing. You were you were abused. I was. I was <laughs> you were abused as a child. I was. Um, so, producer Kelly, I have to say, if I had you as a mother and that carrot cake that you make for my birthday every year, I would have been 5,000 pounds. Yeah, I, would be, I'd be <laughs> I think it show. weighs 5,000 Yeah, I think pounds. it does. It's so heavy. It's I'd delicious. I'd be on that show where they have to like remove the wall yeah. in order to like... Like, They're like, we, like, we have to cut your skin away from the couch that you are now attached to. <laughs> Notice those people always have like little elves that help them too, that get them the treats and bathe them. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, there, there's always like I think a, there's a great deal of mental, like there are people who enable people yeah. and that, yeah, that definitely is. I don't know how we always end up on my 600 pound life, but that's always like something that we always pop into. Like, yes. like how do these people get this? Pig? Do you know why? Because it's our biggest fear in life. I think, and I yo-yo like crazy and my weight is always a, a, issue for me and it's something that I'm very scared about because I know very easily I could sit at home and eat for the rest of my life and be on at least then I'd get a network television show <laughs> but you'd be on an episode exactly but yeah. this is Scotty's episode of my 600 no, no, pound no. life uh, just it. I think you know what though there's only so much pleasure that food can bring and then eventually you just get disgusted with yourself and you're like I can't it's be true. this anymore it's true you know, I cannot do this anymore um, when you space it out and you give yourself little pleasures over the course of the week is the best way to do it and just be disciplined the rest of the time. Finding balance in life. It's the key to everything. It really is. So this weekend, I think we have some partying to Some do, right? birthday celebrating for you, so, the man, the myth, the legend, Joe Sanchez. So that's what I'm going to be fun, having fun then. Yes. Being tight until then. Yes. <laughs>
And but then let's see what happens. Kelly organized an ex- exercise class for you. We are all going to exercise. Are we, is it, we going to be dancing? <laughs> Zumba, here Zumba, we go. Zumba, there oh we go. <laughs> well, smacking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, now that I look at Dolly's Instagram, she's like Those Zumba there. dancers. Like, I, what are you doing? <laughs> and I can't believe how they're very coordinated and they all know oh, the yeah. dance. I watch these yeah. videos on social media. Yep. So we all know the dance. Yes, and exactly. you're just going to have to learn it. You have to learn the dance. <laughs> so I will say this if you are not continue to follow us on Facebook Instagram YouTube everywhere subscribe like our pages share those pages because it's so important um, because we want to get our message out because we have so much great information and not just those platforms we're also on LinkedIn and lately just as of like yesterday we're now on TikTok. TikTok. I don't even know what TikTok is. So I'm going to have to learn. But I did see the message that we are now yep. on TikTok. So follow Dad's Dishing on TikTok. Thank yeah. you to our producer, Sebi, who always is thinking ahead. Getting us tech yeah. savvy with exactly. the world. Getting us tech savvy, making us not so old. Yeah. <laughs> so like, can, I'm uh, like, the kids are on the TikTok. Yeah, they're on the TikTok. <laughs> I was like, TikTok. Yeah. I love Tic Tacs. What is that? The little uh, five calorie? I used to pretend Tic Tacs were pills when I was a kid. (laughs) Talk about crazy. I've got to take my nervous pills. Really? Yeah. I just, that just came to me. It's my memory of my youth. And you know how I can bring this back to aliens, by the way? <laughs> Tic Tacs are yeah, alien there, pills. There, there is the, the the one episode that happened was that there was a there was a ship that was in the shape of a Tic Tac, and that's what they call it, the Tic Tac that goes from like anyway, it's it's out there. Just Google UFO Tic Tac and they'll show you a bunch of footage of like an alien ship that is uh Caught in Navy radars and stuff like that. And after you wake up, don't forget to subscribe to Dad's Dishing. I am joking. I'm so mean to you. I love you, brother, like a brother from a different mother or another mother. There we are. That's Dad's Dishing for this week. Thank you so much. Thank you, Scotty. You did a great job moderating. Well, thank you. We'll be seeing you next week. 